Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lord, we thank you for allowing us into your presence this evening. Lord, tonight I would like to speak with you in regard to the seventh church, the last church of your letters in Revelation 2 and 3. Lord, we've now studied the six churches. We've seen, or I've tried to show how each one of these churches, as you reveal in the scriptures, are exactly related to the way of your six spirits, each one corresponding to the number of its spirit. It has not changed with the um, seventh church. Seventh church, the seventh spirit of God is the fear of you. And Lord, what you're telling the people here is that judgment is coming. And you're going, they need to fear you in turn before it's too late. But it's going to be hard for people to accept that because the church of today is much more married to their doctrines than the house of Israel was when you came 2,000 years ago, basically. And Lord, I pray that people will understand that and they'll begin to see that they must come to you quickly before this judgment of the morning comes upon them. Because we are in the morning of your day. We started the year, first year of the morning of your day in spring. And I've shown how that is true according to scriptures. I was hopeful that the people would come out during the last hour of the night. I expected them to. I couldn't believe that they would wait this long. When they see all the things happening with the world and do not pay attention to it. Lord, you're merciful. You've held the world system back from doing its evil. And Lord, Lord, we have a last opportunity. And this church is your pleading call to us that we must wake up and see. Let us read it and we'll begin to understand it. I'll make some points of it. I'm not going to keep this long. I would like to keep it short. Revelation three fourteen to 22. And it says, And to the angel of the church of Laodiceans. And notice it's Laodiceans, the people of Laodicea. <clears throat> says, uh, and to the angel of the church of the Laodiceans write, These things say the Amen, the faithful and true witness, the beginning of the creation of God. I know your works, that you are neither cold nor hot. I could wish you were cold or hot. So then, because you are lukewarm and neither cold nor hot, I will vomit you out of my mouth. <clears throat> because you say I am rich, have become wealthy, and have need of nothing, and do not know that you are wretched, miserable, poor, blind, and naked, I counsel you to buy from me gold refined in the fire, that you may be rich, and white garments that you may be clothed, that the shame of your nakedness may not be revealed, and anoint your eyes with the eye salve that you may see, as many as I love, as many as I love, I rebuke and chasten. Therefore, be zealous and repent. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come into him and dine with him and he with me. 
To him who overcomes, I will grant to sit with me on my throne, as I also overcame and sat down with my father on his throne. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. Plural. Lord, I pray that the people understand that this is saying to all the churches. Some people want to say, oh, we're, we're not the church of Laodicea. But they do not understand that this is the church that, I mean, all of these churches are the churches of what you call in Revelation 17 of the harlots. It's, it's the seven mountains, seven hills, however you want to say it. Lord, the hills are, and I'll go into that in another message, but the hills are the way. It's the, you go on top of the hill because it's the cross section where the ways of our desires meet. And this is what this church is all about. This is the culmination. It's it's the seventh, like the seventh day of creation. It's the culmination where you, you go back and you think on where you are and think on what you've done. And we should separate ourselves. He's saying this is the time to understand, to look back and see what our problem is. You know, many people today, I, I hear prophets. I was listening to a prophet with a word. I think it was yesterday's word or it might have been today's. Uh, they were on the Internet. But, you know, they, they don't want to believe that they have any error. They want to critique and they want to say that, you know, oh, the, these people think they know everything. The problem they have is they are, that, that's the blindness. That's the nakedness. You told them in Matthew seven twenty one to 23 that many are going to prophesy in your name. Many are going to heal people in your name and many are going to cast out demons in your name. And many certainly are going to preach in your name. But, Lord, clearly, it's interesting that, you know, you're going to say to them that they're lawless, depart from me. I say that many are going to preach in your name. They don't preach in your name. There's a difference. You can heal in your name, and you can prophesy in your name, and you can uh, cast out demons in your name, but they don't preach in your name. They claim it. But, Lord, if they preached in your name, they'd be preaching the words of God. And it's very interesting that in Matthew seven twenty-one to 23, you do not say these who preach because they don't. If you were preaching in his name, which is the word of God, you'd be teaching the words of God and not the doctrines of men and not um, milk doctrine, you can call it, is, is what they're doing. And you see from Isaiah 28, 9 to 13, that he will not give his uh, knowledge to those weaned on milk. We have to ask you, Lord, to come out and uh, we have to ask you, excuse me, we have to ask you to, for you to pour out your spirit upon us to cause us to know your words. But you will not give your words, nor will you put the spirit of truth in us unless we believe. It says, it's very interesting in here what you say. He said, therefore, be zealous and repent. You know, it's, it's very interesting that, that what you're saying there that um, you say, you go on and you say, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door. See, that's the same as what you're saying in John 5, 24. If they hear the words of your voice and believe in the Father and they call upon you, you will open the door and you will allow them to receive the spirit of truth that causes them to know your words, just like you promise in Proverbs one twenty three. So you're telling them, please, turn they think they're rich they think they're ready for the rapture they don't even understand your times 
Lord, and I pray, Lord, that we will understand that all of us were like this. And, Lord, we all have to get refined yet. We have to get forgiveness for our sins. And you're going to do that for us, Lord, as a group. You told us, Lord, in Joel 2, 12 to 20, that the way that you're going to forgive the sins of these people is to do it as a group. Because you said, Lord, to, to consecrate the people. Um, uh, we, we had to concentrate fast, but you said... Um, to sanctify the people, sanctify the congregation, consecrate a fast, and also, Lord, we are to set our gather together and set ourselves apart and plead with you to allow the bridegroom to come, which is the only way you're going to do that to us. The bridegroom's going to come. But like it says here in the Laodicean church, it's not going to come to these. Because these, you're saying you're going to vomit out of your, out of your mouth, which means that they're going to go into the judgment, in other words, they're going to go into the troubles. They're going to go into the plagues that come upon these people. And it's like the shepherds today, they go to Washington and go to Israel and all these things. And it's like these who are promoting this, you know, boycott Israel bill uh, against the boycott and saying that these people should get 20 years in prison if they voiced their opinion about Israel. And the trouble with this is if they would listen to to what Israel has done, the Mossad being participants in 9-11, the Mossad uh, in the Oklahoma bombing, all, all the testimony of this, and of you know Perez going uh, down and seeing the drug places with the, the government that is the ones distributing the, the drugs. You know, so Israel and the Mossad are in part of that. They also... All the Mossad is always used by the Knights of Templar. I sat in a meeting and heard this. So, Lord, these are not clean. None of us are clean. And, dear Lord, for us to sit in a government and want to give people 20 years in prison for the right of free speech, you know, taking away their free speech, it's not right. We don't want to, we shouldn't be boycotting Israel. We should be pleading with you to open the words to Israel. That's what we need to be doing. That will bring correction, not only to Israel, but to the whole world. And dear Lord, you expect us to do that in this time. That's why we're blind and naked and dumb. We're wretched before you. Lord, you told us in Luke 21, 34 to 36, that none of us would be not caught in a snare. In other words, we'll all be caught in a snare at this time. And we are. Our dollar bills mock your, um, your judgments. In other words, they have this pyramid on there with 13 rows of bricks, which is a direct mockery of what you tell us in the scriptures, Lord, which you say in Job, I think it's thirty-seven, eighteen, that the heavens are a cast iron. And you took me there and showed me they are cast. They're not rows of bricks, you know, uh, built up upon one another. They are a solid framework. And dear Lord, the people mock this thing, but the Bible testifies of it. And dear Lord, these are the things that we're so wrong. We think we're so knowledgeable and we got it all. And we're none of us like it. I am not like it. Dear Lord, we got so much to learn and so much to get straight before we can stand before you spotless. But Lord, we don't want to admit it. We don't want to be fed by you. We don't want to open the door. The door is supposed to have the the symbol of the words of God on it. And we have churches with steeples on it, which are absolutely wrong. The steeple is a sign of a, uh, a it's like a, a, a blisk. And it's it's not supposed to be there. It should not have a steeple upon it. I've seen drawings of people say there's steeples upon it. I, I don't see that uh, from the scriptures. And this is just wrong. We have gargoyles on all the Catholic churches almost in Europe. And you got in, in London, you have a dragon as a weather vane on top of a church 
on its steeple. These things are horrible. These things are not good. These things are of the devil. These are the errors we make. The prosperity ministers, it's all error. That is not how God prospers the people in the coin of the lands. Because this coin of the land, God hates. It is a pagan coin. And we're asking, oh, you know, bless us. Give us to your, you know, multiply in our ministry and you'll be multiplied. I hear that on TBN all the time, how they've done that. And he used uh, great songs to stir the people up and get them to donate money. And at the same time, it was on record you know, that they, they had all these licenses and they were saying they were costing this much when they were costing a fraction of that cost. And and these things are just been going on. One sin piling upon another, willful sin. And our problem is, in Hebrews ten twenty six, from the time the Lord's uh, day came upon us, our willful sins are going to be punished with the fiery wrath of God. Now we're in the morning when the sunlight or the actual day that he's talking about as judgment day, is here. He was willing to bring that day early. He wanted to come early, but we would not let him. We would not obey Joel 2, 12 to 20, where it says in there that we must gather together and plead with you to enable the the bridegroom to come and enable us to come out of the of the bridal chamber. We are not able to come out of the bridal chamber until we have a white garment on. As it says, we can't come into the kingdom hall without a white garment. That's why he says in the king's parable, how did you get in here? And that's what's happening. And, and the Lord tells us in Matthew seven twenty one to 23, these people he's only cast out. I can only imagine what he's saying about the shepherds. You know, there's shepherds teaching a ways about cursing and all these things, but they ignore the message. Even when you take it to them, when the Lord causes it to be presented to them, they revolt against it. They will not sit down and hear it. They will not plead it out with the Lord. And instead, they rely on their own doctrines. And now look where it's getting us. These people with the prophecy letters that go out all the time. You know, and there, so many of those are prosperity. They don't want to get messages in their gloom and doom. They want every one of those messages to have an uplifting spirit upon it. And in, in Revelation 7, I mean 3, the seventh church, there's not an uplifting spirit upon that. It's a it's an awakening saying, look, if you don't do this, you will not receive the food of the kingdom. And in this time when the Lord is telling us there's a famine of the word coming, you'll have bread. He's going to give instruction to even those under punishment so they can learn. And that's what he's going to do here with these are cast out. That's why he tells them in the parable of the ten virgins, the unwise virgins, he's telling them they all had oil, but there's oil that's going to go out. Because the Lord is going to take away the right of his words from these people. And he's been calling them, giving a prophetic word. He's given healings. He's given all the signs and wonders, just like he did when he walked the earth. But they still would not hear him just like those people would not hear. And that's the problem. We will not hear the words of the voice of the Lord. So that is our problem now. We must come out from this. I counsel you. What is he saying? The counsel of the Lord is critical. That is the way of the fourth spirit because he's being sent to judge us. He doesn't want to have to cast us out, but he will. When he says vomit you out of his mouth, meaning the words will be taken from you. Your, his words will not be in you. That's what he's talking about in John 9, 4, 5. The light is going to go out of those of the world. No man will work. None of those people will be able to work because he's going to take away all the jobs. The currency is going to be useless because it's pagan. It's not of God. That's not what he, you use to bring things forth. It won't do you any good. You can't use money to buy equipment, to build something, to harvest something, when the harvest won't come for you. And the machines won't work for you. 
God has given you control over the particles to him, and he's going to cause all these things to fail. It's a tough message in the, the seventh church. It means uh, people ruling. The, the name Laodicea means people ruling. Laos means many people, and Daiki means justice or judgment. And it's interesting, Daiki's a, a name for one of the uh, pagan gods as well. We need to understand that uh, the root of this thing, you know, Laos meaning common people or um, the people ruling. And that's, see, that's the problem with this this world that we have right now. In Revelation seventeen fifteen, it says, I mean, it doesn't leave out anybody. It says that all the, the waters are all the nations, all the peoples, all the uh, um, multitudes and their languages. See, God is, is saying that the language that we have now, their tongues, is, is corrupt. That is not the language of the kingdom of heaven. We don't understand it. His words are higher than ours. Same words, but they have greater meaning and greater works in greater ways. And that's what he's talking about at this time. We don't have it. And this is what the, the crown trust is based upon. The, the harlot city, her way of all the people is brought by the people. The waters put her in place. We are guilty of holding her in place. We are guilty of accepting the, the fiat currency. We're guilty of allowing them to, to do the, the uh, GMO, destroying of the food and nutritional value. We're guilty of allowing them to do the vaccines that kill us, the toothpaste that ruin us, and all these things that they're doing. We are participating. All we care about is the job. It's the common people doing this and building up. We're the ones getting jobs as soldiers to go to war to kill one another. When God says, don't kill in this day of judgment, you kill and you'll be killed. That's the law of the sword. You know, and, and the Lord is telling us we, we must give it over to God at this time. And we're not doing that. We're not obeying Daniel 9.24, which is required at this time for us to complete all these things must happen and we're not we're not even paying attention we're just you know oh we're looking and we can we can figure out there's a war coming in and this is our idea who's in the war i've told you all the world is under the queen and jacob rothschild i've said in meetings i understand this completely from being inside this system people need to understand you're being deceived people supporting trump you're being deceived his right hand partner worked 25 years as the king of bankruptcy and who was he working for the rothschild banking system because it constantly bankrupts companies they set them up and they bankrupt them to control economies to shift the technology to give excuse to move one technology from one country to another i saw it firsthand with cellular licenses back in the uh, early 2000s. This is what they do, 1990s, late 1990s and early 2000s. They do this constantly. I sat in meetings where they would say, this is what the president's going to introduce six months from now. And then the Senate and the Congress are going to hold hearings. And this is going to be the result because they've already designed everything. Senate and Congress don't vote these bills. They don't even read them. The, the, the bills go through. And then afterwards they say, oh, then they allow a few grumblings in here and there, but the Crown Trust gets rid of all those who oppose them. The Lord will not silence his people at this time. He will support them, even though the devil's going to come at them. He's going to support them. You will see the, the winners emerge, and the winners are those who keep the words of God and keep the light. Lord, I pray that you understand. I mean, the people will be able to understand, and they can see this from the Scriptures. And, Lord, open the eyes of those who refuse to see the way of the new covenant that you're trying to, that you're judging us by, that you're coming to judge us by the words, which is the new covenant. And Lord, I pray that they will understand this. And Lord, let all of them understand 
that the things of the Old Testament you're talking about, they have misunderstood greatly in many cases. Father, I pray that you'll give them the words that they might understand the scriptures if they will turn to you at all and ask for truth. Lord, help us to not be so arrogant. Help us, Lord, to humble ourselves before you. Lord, help us to understand none of us are right. All of us have things to to correct. And, Lord, the rich have the greatest problem because, Lord, they love their lives and their luxuries and all that, and it's all going to be stripped away if they don't give it up and come out and walk humbly before you. Then they will see the greatness of your kingdom and enjoy the fruits of the labor and receive greater reward than they have today. Father, we pray that you help us, Lord, in these things that all people may know. In Jesus' name, amen. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.